0: Yeah, he was trying to think of a good part. Heaven is a place yeah. on earth. Heaven would is have a would place been, on earth. That was
1: yeah, it. Yeah. Into... I was also quickly reading the talking points for the first time. All right, there here we go. Then. Excellent.
0: Mandated testing as of the 11th of January, that's Tuesday. Uh, jockeys will have to have a lateral flow test, or personnel entering the weighing room area will have to lateral flow uh, before doing so. Um, mm. uh, it's kind of late in the day, but yeah. uh, trying to keep up to, to date with Omicron, government protocol, mm. spread of the virus, etc. Where are we at with this?
1: Well, I mean, I, I guess. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Somebody said the other day, uh, which was, I don't know when it was, like two weeks ago, the first time anyone had mentioned it, why have no jockeys had COVID? Well, of course they must have done, but we must have just not heard about it. Mm. Like, if you're a self-employed person, uh, you know, we know, we know already in this country there's no proper statutory sick pay. People can't afford to stay at home uh, generally. And if you're self-employed and you're thinking, well, i just work outside... I'll, I'll just go in and ride my one horse of the day if, if I'm a more struggling jockey, uh, and, and then I'll just leave immediately afterwards. Of course they're going to do that, aren't they? So that must have been happening. Um, I think that generally racing's done quite well in terms of COVID. You know, the no saunas and the one meeting a day and the getting people to leave uh, as soon as they finish riding and yeah. all that kind of... All of that's been great. It's kind of surprising they haven't had mandatory, at least lateral flow testing up until now, it, yeah, it's about time they did it probably. Uh, I don't imagine the jockeys will be totally happy with it because they'll they feel like people are, you know, they're self-employed and somebody's meddling in their life. The, the interesting thing, of course,
0: is that the, the mood music changes so quickly out of government from mm. day to day that when when this was first Put in place, or well, the the, mm. the the idea was first put in place. Everyone was saying, "Right, test, test, test." Omicron's going wild. Yeah, yeah, we're all yeah. going to lock down again. Now, fast forward a week, and we've had to delay this week because we ran out lateral flow tests. The mood music from the government's totally different. They're saying well, we're well, coming to the end of the, we're coming to the end of COVID. We're coming well, we're,
1: to we're that, obviously not coming to the end. No, of it, but that's of course the, the, the other that they're in the out. They're, say,
0: they're saying they're saying you don't you don't test unless you're symptomatic. Well, the now, other thing, they? of
1: course, that's in the news this morning is that you're going to have to pay for lateral flow tests. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is a tax on self-employed people, basically. Uh, Because, you know, employed people... Well, no one's going to
0: test, are they? Presumably
1: employed people, the employer's going to pay. But if you're self-employed, you've got to pay yourself. Yeah.
0: And people aren't going to do that. So they're saying, don't Mm. test unless you're symptomatic. So again, that's what I mean. It's now Mm. this looks at right angles to what the government are saying. Yeah. But anyway. um, On we go. Mm. Uh, Dan Skelton, it was reported in last weekend Sunday Times by David Walsh that Dan Skelton was going to be charged under under, uh, the... um, uh, the trainer's uh, code of conduct. Yeah. Uh, I was t- for a breach of the trainer's code of conduct, and then that was fleshed out in the racing post and said it might be two mm. charges. No charges have been forthcoming that we know of, i.e. it mm. hasn't been released to us. And we were expecting a statement from the NTF Tuesday, I think. That didn't come either. So that's gone a bit quite difficult for us to comment on the specifics of the case. But there are some wider points I know you wanted to raise.
1: Well, I just uh, there's a couple of things. I, I didn't really understand why this... It's a, it goes back to the same thing that we always have in racing, is that we don't have one body that oversees racing. You know, I, I said to somebody, somebody, somebody was saying to me, oh, you know, this seems to have taken forever. Why is it dragged on? Were they hoping that these owners would just leave the sport and go away and keep quiet about it, and now they've... You know, they've had to re- really bring the BHA kicking and screaming into realising they've got to do something about it. I think the BHA would say, well, it's not really our business. If to- The buying and selling of horses is not something that we have well, jurisdiction over.
0: There are issues there that are, that are well covered of, in of, their 17-year-old yeah of condol. Yeah, cor-
1: so of the course. BHA
0: have a mechanism in place, and they originally said mm. no case to answer. Yeah, so they yeah,
1: re-looked yeah. Re- re- at it. But the way, they they, they might argue that this should have been dealt with by a court system and not really by a regulator I guess Um, I don't know I did talk to somebody about it who had a bit of an insight into it and they said to me that you know Nick one of the things that Nick Rust's time at the BHA one of the more frustrating things for him was that uh, he wanted racing to totally control everything to do with the buying and selling of horses yeah, so and that the, the, there was a the, the certain... BHA would govern exactly the, the blood and, stock that, industry. and that he was frustrated by you know resistance from uh, the auction houses the agents uh, the 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 race was owners association and the um uh, uh, the TBA. Probably, uh the, yes the the, the breeders association um, so uh, you know perhaps if there had been that kind of control uh, this case wouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have played out the way it has. Um, just a really quick thing, I know we've gone over the time, but I I, I also, somebody said to me, why, why don't we have like a logbook, uh, like you would with a car for horses, that, you know, we have the owner has to be written down, and when it changes ownership, it's very hard at the moment to know who owns horses. There are loads of horses where the owner that appears on the race call, card is not the real owner. That's a bit sketchy, isn't it? It's a bit dodgy. I wish you luck with uh, <laughs> with that one.
0: Uh, Robbie Dunn uh, has now read, as have um, we all, or most of us, the written, the full written reasons for his eighteen-month suspension, three months suspended, and he has until seven days from those written reasons to appeal. No, no, no announcement of an appeal yet. Mm. Did you learn anything new from these written reasons? Um-
1: Well, it kind of reiterated a lot of stuff, didn't it? I mean, it it kind of reiterated that his defence wasn't a great defence, that, you know, exactly the whole kind of rancid thing that got played out in a slightly dopey way uh, by people that didn't read the whole sentence and just read one word. Uh, But, you know, this defence was that this was quite standard procedure and people were always swearing and shouting at each other and threatening to you know ride people off the course and all this kind of stuff and that's quite normal uh... and obviously the you know the the counter side to that was to say that if that was the culture then that would be rented mm. um, it, it seems like the uh... the uh... what are, what are they called the committee the the, the, the the people that made the judgment panel the panel <laughs> uh they um they very much had that view that this was a, a poor defence um yeah i i mean they spoke that they didn't want to talk too much about the culture that that wasn't their job it was just to judge this case which i think is correct but that also makes you think is is the culture really get what's going to happen about the culture you know the case is gone now it's f- finished it was a few weeks ago we've had it the to appeal uh, it could go to appeal. I don't think it will, but I mean, it, it might do. I, I, it feels to me like it won't, but I, I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I'd be interested to see what conversations are taking place behind the scenes about changing the culture. Is the culture just going to change? Is it by a process of osmosis because of the cakes and people, you know, lots of jockeys waking up and thinking, yeah, actually, that wasn't really right the way we used to do things or whatever? I don't know. Uh, it, Yeah, it probably draws a line under a sad case, but I I don't really feel like the case has done the job in terms of changing everything in the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we will wait to see whether uh, Robbie Dunn and his
0: team post an appeal this week. Uh, you want to talk about um, admission prices oh, at yeah. racecourses? Okay. Uh, the midweek group re- meetings in particular.
1: I'm going to say something really Keep quickly. quickly. I mean, yeah, I'm going to say something really quickly at the start because this was kind of I was finding the whole thing sort of a bit of a quirky dichotomy. Um, so. I saw somebody at Musselburgh saying, oh, God, it's really sad, it's New Year's Day and we don't have the 7,000 people that we normally would have. And I saw somebody at Chepso saying, oh, it's uh, 27th and we don't have the 9,000 people. And, of course, that is sad. You know, we'd like to see everybody going racing. And, and of course, it's great that Cheltenham had, whatever, they had 30,000. And and all of that is... I understand all of that. But we are in a country where, uh, you know, we're up to 150,000 deaths now, which puts us with India, Brazil uh Russia and America all all also run by uh right-wing demagogues. Um, so you know we have to remember that uh, it's, to me personally I think it's you know racing can be a little bit insulated in its own bubble and you you have to kind of feel like maybe it's not a great thing that there were 30,000 people in Ch- at cheltenham on on uh you know New Year's Day uh and 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 the idea that well you know it's it, the Welsh government are bad and you could just drive down the road and I I don't you know that seems a bit uh, sad when so many people have died but um, I I also don't really take the argument the way that it's all outside and there was all fresh air and everything like that because. Um, You know, obviously the business plan on on Welsh National Day Mm. is to get everyone to drink eight pints of £10 a pint lager and standing next to each other. You've only
0: got 20 seconds to talk about what you actually wanted to talk about. What I wanted to talk about was I I
1: just was looking at admission prices of Art Tracks midweek Lingfield £22, Kempton £13, Wolves £14, No, I know. That's what I'm saying. The comparison, the arc track, is nearly twice as much as the others. If they're so desperate to get uh, punters in and it really saddens them that Chepso is empty, uh, why why do they charge so much midweek to go to Lingfield?
0: beautifully done. And on we go to the Racing League, which is uh, very much an ARC concept now, particularly. It's run at, uh, run at their race courses. And from being a... Uh, what it, it described, and Jeremy re- re- described to me earlier in the week, as uh, having started as a positive disruptor, as he mm. likes it, it's now sort of been folded in to the not the establishment but it's been yeah. folded into the sort of racing firmament if you like with coverage on ITV and you very much arc taking a mm. taking a front seat in driving the, the the deal forward
1: yeah i mean i i'm personally, I, you know i can't say i watched every uh night of the racing league with great intent i couldn't name three of the teams and i didn't i have no idea who won it But uh, having said that, if it brought new people into the sport, it's a great thing. And it was a load of extra money coming in. I understand the arguments that it didn't go to everybody. Um, Yeah, they've had a win, haven't they? They must be very happy. Uh, ITV is a big thing for them. They're putting loads more money in again. Um, They've learned some lessons from last time. uh, Yeah, I I don't really see the negativity uh, towards it. But it it, it
0: struck me that... If you want to get a concept off the ground, mm. um you you can't really do it or you can't sustain it unless you become part of the fold, if you like. You're you you've got to you know, you've got you've, do you see, do you see what I'm saying? Because it was an independent Yes, yes, yes. It was an independently run yeah, entity yeah, 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 yeah. that was using the sports stages on yeah. which to perform. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's quite hard to do on your own. Yeah. You kind of need to be Aligned to the racecourse group, or you well, need you to be. Well, you also think.
1: I mean, they must have lost quite a lot of money last year, uh, and they're going to have to get it to a stage where it starts making money at some stage. It's yeah. probably not going to make money in season two, uh, but well, I don't think the
0: thing is. I don't think that the onus is on it to make money in and hmm. of itself now. And yeah, being part of a exactly. wider. Exactly, you so know, it makes it easier for it to become sustainable. Off. Correct. Yeah. Correct.
1: Um, Irish insurance, this is to do with... Uh, yeah, this was one that got added very late. I, I was looking at this and thinking, what's this about? You don't, know, is, what, you don't know what you know. I'm talking about, do you? Uh, well, it's it, it's got to be something to do with the, the would, Freddie Dalickey case. No, 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 would you like me to tell you, this is to do with... Oh, come and um, help me
0: out. Hunts and point-to-points, yes, um, being significantly threatened by Irish insurance companies. Talking yes, exactly. Not wanting, Sorry, to, not wanting to, not wanting to ensure that Anyway, there is a de- there mm. is a putative deal in place now mm-hmm. that will ensure that those point-to-points that were threatened, more in the northern half of mm-hmm. the of the country, uh, more than northern half of, of the southern part of Ireland, if you like, mm-hmm. um, w- will hopefully take place. But there could be a two or three week hiatus. But it, what it what it showed was um how unsteady if you like the the
1: bedrock the ecosystem the ecosystem obviously was obviously and, the and trading in point to point is, is, so is, important. is very important Cor- to national hunt racing on both sides of the irish sea correct yeah
0: exactly and that was um you know likely to undermine and and threaten that ecosystem and it did occur to yeah. me that well it should they be so heavily reliant I mean, on, on a sport that is basically a amateur and yeah. be and B relies on well, such a heavy vo- and if, a heavy if, volunteer? What well, if Irish
1: point-to-pointing, I don't know, for some reason was just completely banned tomorrow? Yeah, well, a lot what, of people what, would go. What, what well, would happen? Well, a lot of people of...
0: would go bankrupt very quickly. Yeah, there yeah. would be an awful lot of stock that mm. needed a needed a home, and a lot of that stock
1: would have to be sold at at cost. But all of these people that are. Horse traders in Ireland would just find a different way of operating, wouldn't they? I mean, adapt to somehow. I don't know,
0: possibly. But it, I think it exhibited the um, the fact that you know, if you're going to build your house on this, that that house needs yeah. some solid foundation. So, well done to all of those who've who've got together to get some sort of insurance deal on the table. But it is a, I think it is a, but few that's a temporary solution. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they may yet have to. Have to have to think about it. Right, on we go. Okay, you enjoyed that one, didn't
1: you? Well, I didn't.
0: Yeah, I, I, I do see the point. Yeah, uh, the new BHA. <laughs> you, you're all right with this one. I think so. I read this stuff. Good. The, B- the British Horse Racing Authority, Ruth Quinn, the director of uh, racing this week, has uh, announced um, uh, proposals for a jumps blueprint. Yeah. In order to in order to make the particularly the period between now and Cheltenham more competitive, and to incentivise horses to run a bit more during the jump season, and mm-hmm. to make sure that not everything is all about the All of that that is great. Uh, All
1: of that that is great, and I uh, who could disagree with any of that? Uh, One thing I did think was there was a sort of an assertion that uh, one of the reasons that people send their horses to Ireland, like UK owners send their horses to be trained in Ireland in the last few years, uh, is because the prize money's so much better. Isn't isn't it much more just that they have way more winners at the Cheltenham Festival? Isn't isn't that like I, I don't know how we can measure what the reasons are without just going and asking a load of them but uh, like at the end of the day yes it's quite correct obviously the prize money is much better in Ireland but winning races midweek is Mm. a lot harder because Mm. there's a lot less races and and uh, you know the novice races are much more competitive Mm. and the graduation chases and whatever you know they just get way more runners and and, you know the decent leopardstown races pre-Christmas are much harder to win um... I don't know, did you think that basing it on that assertion was a bit off, maybe?
0: Uh, What, the fact that the the, the, the lack of success at Cheltenham has, has prompted this...
1: Yeah, favorite. or bas- basing the we whole could, thing could, on the we, assertion yeah. that the reason people are sending them to Ireland is because prize money is better there. So if we just no, get I them think the prize money Ireland. they'll bring them all back the over The reason they send
0: them to Ireland is because Willie Mullins and Gordon Elliott, before Henry de Bromhead came along, exactly. were popping up a load of the race at the Festival, yeah. well, And they had a great chance of winning So if we, a if so, yeah, we just realize.
1: put our prize money up to the same levels but, as them, they're not but, all going to rush back. Are they?
0: So the two things, what you're saying is, you agree with the concept, but the reasoning behind the concept may be invalid.
1: Possibly. I mean, it could be. I don't know. It's quite hard
0: to measure, isn't it, really? Those were this week's Talking Points.